good, everybody. It's your boy Hans. It's Tristan. Welcome to the Hans and Tristan podcast. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us. And for those of you who are new to the podcast, welcome. 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 We hope you enjoy it. Wait, we know you enjoy it. Facts. Check the old episodes if you missed any, because, you know, we're interesting. We're live. And, um, you know. We woke. Facts. Facts. <laughs> All right, let's just jump right into it. So... Um, I want to start with actually some just frustrating and disappointing news. I, I want to start with the downer first. Um, for those of you who have been under a rock um, and have not been aware, there is another mass shooting that occurred in Odessa, Texas. Um, I'm tired of like saying this. Yeah, yeah. Like it feels like literally we our last shooting. Was a couple weeks ago in our last episode, right? We talked exactly. about El Paso. And we talked about exactly. And we sent our condolences because we have some uh, listeners who are from El Paso. Mm-hmm. And then, literally, our next show, there's another shooting yep. in West Texas. And like seven people were killed. And this guy, who we're not going to put his name on air, he doesn't deserve it, but was clearly a disgruntled guy. Um, reportings from the New York Times are saying that he was laid off. Uh, hours before his spree and you know jumped to his car and just started shooting randomly so this right. didn't seem to be racially motivated like the El Paso shooting right so I am you know still shocked at just the the rate that these shootings are happening and that you know we still are having trouble like confronting the real issues right because even if this one is not racially motivated there there really is no justification for this kind of behavior regardless if we can identify a certain population that is being targeted there is no justification for this to continue and it just seems like like i said is nothing being done we're we're continuing to talk about it but the talk is going in circles and it's actually not progressing because nothing's being put in place yeah and i get it though because this uh conversation is a difficult one right so it's a one that's layered it's complex like we talked about Mm -hmm. last time right so with the el paso shootings we did mention how you know the race uh aspect um played you know into that and you know how we can't use the president as a scapegoat for that and that we have to look at ourselves and right now is he is he uh does he fuel some of the fire? I do believe that. I do believe he fuels a lot of the fire with some of the statements and comments he make. Um, my issue becomes, and I said this last time, those who were victims or, you know, were exposed to the Sandy Hook situation, they're adults now. Yeah. And that was in elementary school. They are adults now. So that means absolutely positively no change has happened since that Incident, And I only reference Sandy Hook because for me growing up, that was like a big, <gasps> yeah, you know, for me and my generation. No, no, no. But I was it the first time? Hell no. No, and it's ramped up since, you know. And um, it's hard not to get, you know, discouraged in our, um, you know, government and lead officials because we, we need to do something. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a big proponent of guns period anyway but like i do believe that you know there are there are some instances where you do need a firearm right Right. and i I am like i i am a supporter of 
guns. Right. Like, yeah, like for me, like I don't, I'm not the type that says, oh, nobody should have guns. Even though me right. personally, I don't use one or need one. You get what I'm saying? Doesn't right. mean I don't believe that that's everybody's lifestyle. That's how right. they should go. But I also do believe for me, like, what do you need with an AR-15? See, and that's when you start trying to overcompensate. My thing is this, because when people make a statement of gun control, it's such a blanketed statement, mm -hmm. and it gives you the all or nothing feel. Exactly. Either you're all for it or you're all against it, and I don't think that is the way to go about it. And I think that has been the bigger issue when they just make these blanket statements, and it's either you're with us or against us, when you can actually break down the situation and handle things in a different capacity that where everyone wins. Well, listen, I'm, I'm going to be real with you. I think because this is such a hot button issue for people because guns are so loved in this country. It's a of part course. of the culture. You know, America loves their gun religion Especially and money. In Texas. Exactly. Right. So, but the thing is, though, I feel like what you just mentioned is serving as a distraction from mm -hmm. us actually getting which is why we some made traction no progress in this. Exactly, exactly. Because it served as a distraction because people have felt like, you know what, their rights are being, you know, threatened. Right. right. Their right to bear arm is being threatened, even though if you look at the spirit and the context of the bearing arm, it's not talking about how we're doing it now. But anyway, um, but I think at the end of the day, we have to be mindful of trying to regurgitate, you know, laws and constitutions that are outdated in one. You know what I'm saying? Like, we have to update our laws to address what's going on now. Do I exactly. believe that no one has a right to bear arms? Hell no, I don't think that. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, we have to do something and be able to assess what's going on so we can honestly resolve the issue because no change has been made. Right. And, you know, the way we've been doing things is clearly not working. So, at all. you know, we definitely need to come together and start to see this for what it is. This is an issue of safety. Lives, innocent lives mm -hmm. are being, you know, taken left and right. And when we start to view it from that prism, you know, we'll be hard pressed not to find an issue. Like, I think like when we all can find what unifies us as like, hey, you know what? Innocent people are dying here. Right. Like, then we'll be like, all right, look, we need to, this is a change that's gonna help us the most. And you know, it's just unfortunate that so many more people have to get their life taken away. So many families have to go through heartache and grief, you know, before we can kind of come together and start to get this together, you know? And agree with me or disagree, but, I don't know why you need to be walking around with an AR-15. That's well, you know that's what? It's saying. just going to get that's like where me. it was in the wild, wild west where everybody had fucking guns and shootouts took place all the damn time. Right. Like, it's just it's just getting ridiculous at this right. point. But anywho, we definitely like, like to send out our prayers and our condolences to the families um, who have been affected by Odessa, the shooting in Odessa. And, you know, we, we hate that this continues to happen and... I, for one, am praying for change to come soon. Definitely. But on a lighter note, transitioning, um, before we get to your topic that you want to talk about. I just want to speak on it briefly, uh, but no. I'll, I'll wait. You'll wait? You'll wait. wait. No, go ahead. Talk, talk about it. I this. just want to say, y'all, pumpkin spice is out. Oh, yeah. I had it last week. Yay. It was delish. Okay. That is all. That's it. That's it. That's all you want to. That's wanna, it. That's it. That's all you want to put out there that for is, your little. It was delish. They, they don't all. even. They're not even paid sponsors, man. They ain't even giving us all. We giving out here. They I, I didn't even say the name. I just said pumpkin spice. Everybody knows it's a go to get some I pumpkin spice. I just said the flavor. I didn't even say the name of the establishment. Starbucks. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> did. Free promotion for Starbucks. I know, Thanks. but it's so good. So it's seasonal, right? It, it is, is seasonal, and I think they actually are a little advanced, but I'm gonna take it. 
What do you mean? It's not even fall yet. Oh, you're saying they're too early. So yeah. they, they pulled the trigger they, a little yeah, too early. Yeah, they was a little, little too jumpy. They was a little gun you, you, you think they got pressure from what they saw Popeye's doing? And they're like, nah, let's get in on this. this I don't know. I think they're a little early, you know. I think they were early last year, too. Oh, okay. But I think, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm still going to drink it, so. Clearly, because you're Kudos. a fan. You're, you're a big fan of the Starbucks. I am. Hans doesn't really go there. But their um, lemon pound cake, though, legit. I'll give them that. But I don't drink coffee like that. That's you. Well, yeah, I have a child. I need coffee. Oh, here we go. Anywho, <laughs> anywho, in other new social media, so if you haven't noticed on social media, um, people have been going off about the change in power. So for those oh who God. don't know, the theme song, the original theme song in power was sung by Joe. So now it's remixed and being sung by Trey, Trey songs. songs. Right. Because of course the new season dropped, what, yeah. two Sundays ago? Yeah. Are you up to speed? No, I'm not up to I'm speed. I'm not going to put no any spoilers. But right. you know what's funny? <laughs> so last season, I didn't talk to my girlfriend at the time because she spoiled it for me. <laughs> now... It got spoiled for me by social media, but not in the way like, you know, when people say, oh, I'm just going on my timeline and I see a spoiler. That's mm. not what happened. Son, I am literally in the shade room comments for something totally unrelated to power and somebody dropped a spoiler. I'm like, it's like, a, it's like you never know. Like, you gotta, you gotta stay off. <laughs> All social media. See, me personally, I don't be caring about the spoilers because I, like, I I'm, we're season six. See, what I did was, you know, Bay was like, you got to, because I've never watched it. You know me. I'm like, mm-hmm. Power, The Wire, you know, like. Oh, you need to watch The Wire. Please. I think the only thing I've ever watched from first season to last season was Sex in the City. Oh. That is it. But outside of that, you know, it's too much commitment for me. Like, <laughs> it's too much commitment. I got to wait a whole week to see what's going on. You know, my patience is thin. I ain't got time for that. So I binge watched all five seasons in way. one month. Yeah, I don't watch stuff episode to episode. First of all, it was traumatic for me. <laughs> like, I shouldn't have done it at all. Shouldn't have done it. Now, I see why they wait a whole week. Because it's just too much. Oh, I like it like it's that. Too, it's too much. But then I caught on to something. So now I'm uninterested. Oh. I caught on to a pattern. I'm just like, ah. Okay. Well, don't spoil it for I'm me. Not, I'm not. I'm going to keep it to myself. But I feel like this should be the last season if they're not going to change that pattern. And if you want to know what the pattern is, get your writers to holler at your girl so we can switch that up because... I think this is the last season. Isn't it it needs to be because this is the pattern. I, I caught on a pattern like the fourth season. I'm just like, really? Uh, yeah. And then the third and the fifth season just reiterated it for me. Mm-hmm. And now the sixth season is going the same road. And I'm just like, oh, God, here we go again. Well, listen, you know, some writers just are not as brilliant compared to other shows. Like, you know, you're... Oh. Uh, there's so many good shows. Sherlock. The um, my favorite though is um, the one with the guy who does meth, uh, who cooks meth. Oh, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. That you is also like House one. too. Oh, House is. But that was genius. Yeah, that was a genius spin. So yeah, I like the thing is power has. <sighs> okay, so Lala's acting. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, whatever. I'm not going to touch on that. <laughs> However, because I don't want no beef with the mellows. No I don't want, want no beef. beef. Listen. I don't want no beef. However, all I'm going to say is I feel like they can add some different components. And I think that, you know, yeah, to no, me, because no, I'm like, after, after the same rigmarole, you're like, 
we, we've seen this before. Yeah, no, I get it because I feel like it often can get monotonous and it's so saddening when it happens with our black shows. Yeah. Um, but I think it's winding down, though. Um, from my spoilers, certain people passed away or whatever. And mm-hmm. it's, it's coming down. It's, it's, it's winding up. But he is um, working on a spinoff. With Tyreek? Is it Tyreek? I don't know. I think that's the only one that can have a spinoff. No, no, no. I'm not a. Sp- it's a spinoff, but it's like a prequel. So before, so it's like. Oh my god! Just let it go. It's it's them no. when they them when no. they were younger. So like ghosts. No. All of them when they were younger coming. No. <laughs> Listen, I'm just, maybe I'm just not the target audience. You're not. Yeah, you're not. Probably. Clearly, you're not. Clearly, you're not. Clearly. You're not the target. Because you're over it already. I yeah. am. I was uh, one season four, and I'm just like. Oh no, this is a pattern. You're over. Really? And then, like I said, season five just confirmed it. And now we're on season six and it's going down the same road. And I'm just like, why are we doing this again? Mm. Why? Well, listen, the viewers are there because they They love it. It gets top ratings. It clearly does. But like I said, I binged watched the whole five seasons. It doesn't get awards, so so that's probably why. I see why it doesn't get awards. And the acting. Yeah, the acting isn't that great, but you know, it is what it is. So, I mean, but, I mean, it has people doing watch parties and stuff. So, good job, Fifty. Yeah, I mean, I, I was on it for the first four. Right. And um, the sixth one just came out. The fifth one, I still haven't finished. So, like, even me, like, I catch certain You're things. And like, we're probably on the same pattern. I just feel like when it becomes a little predictable and everything like exactly. that, I kind of ease off of it. Yeah. So, but I, I wanted to kind of pick back on just to finish it through. Just to, you know. Because that's what we're committed. Yeah. Anywho, so um, on a bit of local news, as you know, we're Atlanta based, ATL Shawty. Uh, <laughs> even though we're we're not from Atlanta, At but uh, neither one Atlanta of us, based. right? But we want to give some local news to our ATL aliens because that is a big hit of our our audience. So um, I wanted to put this on the spotlight because I believe that this story did not get enough play because what was right was actually carried out. So exactly. what was supposed to be done was done. So. I want to touch on it. Um, an ex-Atlanta officer was actually sentenced to five years. And the reason he was sentenced to five years was because after um, he arrested a teenager, he kicked him and choked him. And he was choked until he was unconscious. And this happened like three years ago, right? right. So, you know, we have always been aware, especially after Trayvon Martin, of police, police brutality against african-americans or the minorities right? right but this incident didn't get the notable you know airtime or what have you because it was actually carried out to the t by the letter of the law right. the officer was indicted mm-hmm. he was sentenced mm-hmm. and we're good and i feel like those stories should get light too because you know what we see too many times where they walk away unscathed it, there you go so it just kind of gives me hope Especially yeah. as people who reside in the city of Atlanta, yes. that you know what? There's actually government officials out there who are looking out right. for us and are making sure that, you know what? Policemen and other people of uh, in authority don't abuse their power. And right. I just love that. And I wanted to report on that. And I, what to me, what's even better is that the kid, 
he was committing a crime, so he wasn't innocent. Right. You get what I'm saying? But that still doesn't mean he gets to, to, to be Man-handled kicked. Manhandled it. Right. Right. Exactly. And, and to, exactly. to the point of where he's unconscious. Excessive force. Exactly. So, you know, we just wanted to highlight that story. Um, check it out in the AJC. Um, it was reported upon last week. So if you want to check it out, check out AJC. Um, but, you know, that's it for our local news hour. So let's get right into it, y'all. So today we definitely want to touch on relationships. So I've been waiting on this time. Oh, Lord. I know you've been waiting. I like been. I feel like you've been rubbing your hands together. Just like, Whoa. yes. <laughs> so um, for those of you who are unaware of celebrity relationships, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to give you a little backstory. So, um... Cassie is Diddy's ex. Diddy. Puffy. Diddy who run the city. You know it's like a whole generation of kids who have no idea who, who Diddy, Diddy is. Yeah. Like Genesis was looking at a, um, something online. Mm-hmm. And it was like, um, of course, Jay-Z. And it, like they were at front row of the basketball game. And she's like, who's this person sitting next to Jay-Z? And I'm like, that's Diddy. Did he run the city? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what? Like, oh, can't stop, won't stop. That's, right. That's, oh my God. So yeah, it's like a whole generation. No, that's real though. That's real. As a matter of fact, he even referenced that in um, some type of article uh, where he was interviewed, asking about his feelings in regards to Jay Z mm-hmm. and everything. And um, no, he didn't. It was in an article. It was his Instagram post, and he was just touching base on it. And he even referenced how Jay-Z is becoming more relevant than he is right now as far right. as the hip-hop culture is concerned. Exactly. Even though he predates, you get what I'm saying? Exactly. Jay-Z. So it's funny that you said that. And he is even aware of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's... Because that's not easy to kind of have that longevity, but we're getting off topic. Right, right, right. That's, right. that's another yeah. topic for another But I think time. he'll come back, though, because... Of course, it, he always bounced back. They're doing the, another make in the band. He always bounced yeah, back. Yeah, Diddy's never... He doesn't stay irrelevant for too long. At all. Right. If, he, if he is irrelevant, it's because he chooses to be. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and it's because he's working on something. Exactly. But anyway, we are getting a little off topic. But anyway, his ex Cassie um, got in a new relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Um, not long, not long after he and her broke up. Actually, it wasn't too long. Um, but anyway, so Cassie is pregnant by her now fiance. Mm-hmm. So the reason we wanted to bring this up is because Diddy and Cassie were together for what ten plus years. I don't know. They, they were together for... I saw pictures of them together. Oh, here we go. You know me. I'm like, is they, is they, is they, is they ain't. Right. But anyway, they were together in some way, shape, or form. She was around. Anyway, for a while. But um, Cassie has been pregnant for a while now, and she just recently got engaged, I think, last week. And people are making comments and comparisons to her last relationship, to mm-hmm. her relationship now. Because she had been with Diddy for 10 years, no pregnancy, no proposal, none of that. Right. She's with this dude in less than a year. She's pregnant, about to get married. Mm-hmm. So people were referencing that Diddy's relationship with her was toxic and you know how her disposition is even different now. She looks happier and everything. Right. So we thought, you know what? Let's talk about it. You know, what are the signs of a toxic relationship? Was Diddy's and Cassie's relationship toxic? That's the first one. And then, if you're in a toxic relationship, how do you know? What are the right. signs? What do you look for? Right. So, so know. I personally don't know if their relationship was toxic or not because I wasn't there. Like, we got to start there, first and that foremost. That stop you from commenting before, but go ahead. Oh, I can't, you know, oh, oh. <laughs> go ahead. I was trying to make that statement so we don't get sued later. Oh, on okay, I got you. I got you. So however. No, no defamation of character. Right. Shit, however. Like you said, looking at certain signs and things of that nature. Um, one, let's be real. Certain people bring out certain things in us. 
Okay, true. So, you know, we don't know what this, you know, her now fiance, you know, actually tapped into her and was able to flourish as well as, you know, what Diddy tapped into her. Like, we don't know what the, they brought to the table and what they were able to bring out of her. We just know, okay, they their, their names, their clout, and this, that, and the third. Mm -hmm. Also, we had to be mindful of the reasonings people get in relationships. Because let's be real, everyone doesn't get in a relationship for companionship. True. Some people get in a relationship for connection. Yeah, I get it. For clout. Yeah, it serves a purpose. Exactly. It serves a purpose. You Got know, it. things of that nature. One thing I do know as a woman who's been, you know, dated forever now in a relationship or whatever, like, you learn from your last relationships. Each relationship, you should be learning something. Mm -hmm. You should learn what you want. You should learn what you don't want. And I think her being with him for that large lump of time, especially her being so young, she She's learned a lot about young. right. She learned a lot about what I don't want. So when she exited that situation and stepped into a new situation, wow. like you see that flourish because you do a lot of self reflection. I think that's what a lot of females miss. They miss that self not even just females but people. Period. They miss that self reflection part where you're reflecting on how did this relationship hinder or help me? How did it affect me? And what do I not bring to my next relationship? Yo, so did he tell her what not to do, bro? <laughs> Yo, you ain't... Come on now. I, you be with people and it's like you... you Again, that's self-reflection. I've been with dudes. A relationship ended. They were not bad dudes, but they were not good for me. Facts. So, listen. I agree with you to a certain extent. So You I, always agree to a certain extent. You well, always gotta put that little... I gotta put that qualifier in there. Because <sighs> you be tripping. But, <laughs> but no, I, I can't... I honestly can't say that they were in a toxic relationship or not because I didn't see that. And we'll get to signs of toxic relationships, but I didn't see any signs of that. But granted, I don't rub elbows with Diddy. At so, all. you know, if I did, we wouldn't be where we're at now. So, <laughs> you know, I don't I don't rub elbows with Diddy. I'm not in the same city. So you get what I mean? I can't say whether or not it was a toxic relationship. What I will say, though, is that that relationship was definitely within Diddy's wheelhouse. Mm -hmm. And his wheelhouse is, yeah, I'm going to stick around with you for a long, but I'm not going to commit too heavily with you. Right. You get what I'm saying? I'm not going to marry you, you know, because that's how it's been. Even with Kim Porter, who passed away, he even says he had some regrets for not, you know, yeah. wife and her. But then I'm like, Diddy, you didn't do it because that's not you. Right. But let's be real. It ain't just Diddy. It's a lot of people like that. It's no, a lot no. of men like that that will drag you along and, you know, give you breadcrumbs to keep you, you know, keep you invested right. and dangle the carrot in front of your face. I, and next thing you know, you done looked up, you done put 10 years in the bank and ain't shit changed. No, I agree. And I think it's what you said in the beginning is what's being played out, is what was being played out in Diddy's and Cassie's relationship. Meaning we go into relationships for different things, right? Mm -hmm. And there's always this 80-20 rule, right? right. We're, we've referenced it before in multiple episodes. So not everybody's gonna be perfect, right? right? So they're always gonna be missing a little bit of something and mm -hmm. hopefully it's something that you can live with, right? Or live without. Right. And I'm thinking honestly, although Diddy probably didn't give Cassie the benefits of a conventional relationship, but he brought a lot of intangibles and uniqueness that she will probably won't find anywhere else and probably can't find with Alex Fine because let's be real, he don't have the portfolio that Diddy does. And the thing is she might, like, and I think that's as a woman, you begin to see that that's not, what you really want or value like for me example i've been in a relationship with dudes want me louis bag red bottoms da, 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 da. but mm -hmm. at the end of the day it's like okay but where's the loyalty where's the trust yeah where's no, the dependability i get it i get it and it's like you said it's within that relationship that you kind of learn what's important to you exactly right and what you're willing to live with and i and take my without. items for my pain and suffering oh wow really, really? yes wow 
Yes. And you're not going to turn it down. Unreconcilable differences. That's what it is. <laughs> yes. Thank you. I can't. I can't. I'm just saying. Right. It's so many men who will treat you a certain way because they're acclimated to a certain kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. They want the attachment, but they don't want to be committed. Got you. Got you. So, and I think that's where the issue in the, that toxic relationship comes in because one, you got to understand the difference between an attachment and a commitment. Mm-hmm. One is fucking draining as fuck mm-hmm. and the other one fuels you. Gotcha. And that's what a lot of people are missing. Like, if you're constantly drained in your relationship, mm-hmm. yo, that's fucking toxic as hell. No, I feel you. And let's, let's, let's get down there. Like, um, one of the signs that can be one of a toxic relationship is the toll that it takes on you. Yes. Right? So, just like Tristan was saying, if you feel like it's just the worst to be in this relationship, it takes a lot of, it takes a lot of out of you. Now we get it; relationships are work. Don't they get that are. wrong. Ooh, don't, don't get that wrong. But there's a certain level of work too. You get, you get what I mean? Right. So, it's it's got to be gratifying work. There you go. Not work that's draining. And constructive work. It does, and teamwork. Yes. Because sometimes you're not going to always be on. The mm-hmm. other person got to be on too. And, you know, sometimes y'all going to be on together. Sometimes y'all going to be off together. Fact. But as long as y'all keep that team mentality, mm-hmm. you're going to be good. True. But it's going to be times when you like, this motherfucker breathe one more again. <laughs> one more again. I'm he sick look of, at me one I'm more time. I'm sick of how he eat his soup. <laughs> I'm tired of his ass. I feel like you're referencing real life experiences. Ooh, like baby. Hey, <laughs> you walk past and they just sleep and you like, look at that motherfucker. <laughs> You need to get out, bro. <laughs> when it gets to that point, you need to get out. I'm just yeah. saying. That's why I'm no longer in those situations. I got it. I got but it. But you know, like, you got to be real with yourself. And let's be real. What's toxic to me mm-hmm. might not be toxic to you. Because That's... we all have different triggers. Uh-huh. We all have different backgrounds. And we all have different baggage. So what I can deal with and what you can deal with, two totally different things. Like, for me, my piece is big. Don't come up here fucking shit up. Don't argue with me. Protect your peace. Right. You ain't here arguing and shit. What we arguing about? Right. No, I get it. I get it. That's good. Another sign for me is if the relationship has a negative impact on your self-worth and self-esteem, it might be time to get out. And that that right there is a big one. Because if you are with someone who don't make you feel like you motherfucking how the shit out... <laughs> Then something ain't right. That part too, but also if they start to break you down and make you feel like you're less not than, worth or exactly, less than, exactly. Your partner exactly. should not make you feel less than. At all. You know what I'm saying? And At there's all. a difference because we always talk about being with somebody that'll help you level up. Yes. Right? That's two different stories. Helping somebody level up and doesn't reach their potential doesn't them down. There you go. Doesn't mean making them feel less than. Right. So that is definitely another sign of a toxic relationship. And I'm gonna throw another one out there too. If they want to keep you in isolation from your loved ones and oh, support systems. Oh, yes. Yes. That's they don't want you to one. have a job. They want to control all their finances. Ooh, the finances. Ooh, controlling this. part of it. Yes, go ahead. Let go me ahead. tell you Speak. something. You're speaking. Go ahead. You're preaching. Go ahead. I'm just saying, like, you got to be real with yourself. And it's a lot of people out here, because they, they lack certain things in themselves, they mm-hmm. want to control everything and everyone around them. Right. So it's like, where you going? Who you with? <laughs> You'd be like, damn, you want me to piss in this cup too? Right. Get off my back. <laughs> like... <laughs> For real. And you shouldn't have to be like, trust. If y'all don't trust each other, then what are y'all there for? And you got to be mindful of your own baggage. Are you the toxic one in your damn relationship? And this is is a good uh, point that you're bringing up right here. Because at the end of the day, toxic relationships are not always one person preying on another. What it is, is oftentimes, really, especially us being therapists, what it is, is two people coming from 
traumatic past and not learning how to cope and deal with that mm -hmm. and then they come together exactly. you get what i mean so you know the big saying you know uh hurt people bleed all over mm -hmm. everybody so hurt that's kind of exactly there you go so that's really what it is most of the time so we don't want you to also be in that predator because yes that happens don't yep. get me wrong there are some people who have the the abusive trait and you know and abuse it's another sign. Um, but Yes, you know, physical, mental, and emotional. There you go. That's definitely a y'all writing this down. Right. Please. please. <laughs> but it's a podcast. You can rewind. But, you know, it's not always somebody preying on another. You know, it can really be just, hey, I don't know how to deal with my stuff. And that causes me to have a negative impact on the person I'm in a relationship right. with. Right. And, so. and the last thing I want to add is just being mindful of bonding over trauma. Mm. People think because we have shared trauma, that means we're like kindred spirits. No, 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 no. That's not necessarily what that means. Facts. And be mindful of that. Right. Because there's... My thing is, bonding over trauma is not the same thing as healing. Exactly. You, you see the difference right there? Exactly. So if we're talking about a shared experience that we've healed from or healing with, mm -hmm. that's a different context. You get what I'm saying? Exactly. Rather than saying, oh, we both went through this, well, we might as well be together. Or, right. You know what I mean? Like, right. That's not the, <clears throat> excuse me, that's not the mindset that we guys want you to go in your relationships with. But speaking of relationships. Ooh, child. And Tristan was chomping at the bits for this one. Cause I'm like, eh, eh. For those of you who don't know and who haven't listened, Tristan's a single parent. I am. And co-parenting is one of her favorite topics. I'm like, Demarcus. <laughs> to go out. Marcus, darling. Demarcus, what? <laughs> so, um, on our family portion of the podcast, we want to talk about some co-parenting. So, for those of you who haven't heard, not nerd, heard, <laughs> <laughs> there is this basketball player called Demarcus Oh, he played basketball? Yeah, yeah. That's why uh -huh. he's even coming up on the radar, because he's a... Uh, Basketball no player. wonder. Okay. Really? Look, don't I knew this. you were look, all I know is with the T, baby. I don't know what sport he played. He could have played baseball for all I know. I don't know. Right. So Demarcus Cousins, he's an NBA basketball player recently um acquired by the LA Lakers. Boo. So <laughs> TMZ, shade, shade much? TMZ recently posted a video of his baby mama. Mm -hmm. recording a conversation between the two of them. So mm -hmm. DeMarcus and his baby mother, whose name escapes me at the moment, have a son together. Now, DeMarcus actually just got married. So this video was taken right the day before DeMarcus was supposed to get married, and he was calling his baby mother to ask if she was going to allow their son to attend his wedding. Okay. So she starts recording right as DeMarcus was saying, hey, I'm going to ask this one more time before I take it up to another level. That's quoted from him. He then proceeds to ask her, are you going to let my son come to the wedding? She then says no. And he then issues a threat saying, I'm going to put a bullet through your head. And the video cuts off. So let me let me. Oh, dang, you just jumping right into yes, it. Yes, because let go me. Ahead, okay. Go ahead. First go of ahead. all, you know how I feel about recordings. I do. Because I do. I'm like, we don't know what happened prior to her hitting uh, record. We don't know what. We don't know if they had a whole conversation prior to, and she know, cause you know, as you, a baby mama, like you know how many times I done hung up my baby daddy, and I know he gonna call back. Mm -hmm. So you know he gonna call back. So like, let me record him. And you know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't know what she said to him. Like, and again, not justifying his behavior or his his words mm -hmm. because he's a grown ass man. That's not okay. And that's probably why she don't want that child there. 
I don't know if that's the full reason, but that I mean, could be but one like, if you right, yeah, I'm like, at, yeah. at, at the end of the day, we know learned behavior. No, you have I a agree. son, he sees that, or whatever the case may be. I don't know. I don't know their history. I don't know their backstory. I am just basing it off this little clip that was shared to me. Mm-hmm. Co-parenting is not easy, Ooh. especially when people are not focused on the actual child. Mm. It's That's so frustrating. Word. Let me tell you something. It's so frustrating because I'm tired. I'm. I think I'm the only baby mother walking this earth that don't want my baby daddy. <laughs> I swear on God. I like wouldn't say, I won't go that far, but I. Get I it. mean, I feel like it because I'm like, once I left you in 05, baby. <laughs> It was done, huh? Ain't no looking back. No looking back. No looking back. Because why would I want somebody who ain't taking care of their child? Like, come on now. Like, that's not attractive to me. I don't want that. But at the end of the day, you know, it it caused a lot of complications because my focus is a child. Your focus is getting back at me. Mm. So I'm just like, but it's like we don't have the same agenda. And clearly that's not the the thing here. Mm -hmm. It's not the same agenda. Mm -hmm. Why it's not the same agenda? I don't know. I don't know if it's her, you know, being jealous of the marriage. Because like I said, this was strategically leaked right after his wedding. Uh-huh. I don't know if, you know, they have their own thing on his and her and whatever, but the sad part is the only person in the middle of this is his child. No, I agree. He is the innocent bystander yes. in this kerfuffle between his parents. And I think oftentimes we don't, and by we meaning you guys, because I don't have a kid. Um, <laughs> People who are in um, the co-parenting situation, they have trouble compartmentalizing processes. Right. So in a traditional relationship without kids, right, you break up, you're able to heal on your own. Yeah. You don't got to address. Like, any reminders I have of you, I can throw out, exactly. burn, whatever the case may be. But now you have a child together. Mm-hmm. You have a constant tie. Right. And uh, interaction is going to happen between you guys. So right. then it, it throws a wrench into the healing process, right? Because how do you then learn to heal with somebody that you continually have to interact with. It takes exactly. it to another level of complexity. Exactly. And oftentimes that's where the struggle ensues, right? Because when you talk to that person, it brings up old memories or when you mm-hmm. see them, you get what I'm saying? So I think that's part of the struggle right there. And then the second part too is what you talked about. There comes a point where we have to start categorizing and figuring out, okay, when I'm dealing with you, what are we dealing with? The kid. And that's what it only has to be with. And that's when you have clear, concise boundaries, boundaries. in place. Yes. So let me tell you something. I have I have Genesis Father blocked to this day. I will block you in 2.5 seconds once you violate my boundaries. Mm-hmm. Because if it is not about the child, then mm, block. But my child, however, is old enough where she has her own phone. You know, like me and him don't have to talk about nothing. Right. He can go directly to her. He wants to talk to her. He has access to her. Yeah. She, you know, flies out there, sees him, everything else. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I have nothing to do with their relationship. I don't dictate their relationship. I am not needed for their relationship mm-hmm. because she is of age. It's more complex when you have a younger child. And also, you know what? It gets complex, too, when you have one side who's not respecting the boundaries. And then the other side who is, you know? Exactly. And oftentimes, you know, it's it's a tough situation to have to put your child in mm-hmm. the middle of an argument between parents. Um, because when you're in the relationship, you can kind of like put them to the side and you handle it. Right. But when you're not, you don't have that. You get right. what I mean? And they're right in the middle. So they're going to ask questions, right? How come I didn't get to go see daddy this weekend? Right. You get what I mean? And sometimes so, they're going to actually see things play out. Yes. They're going to yes. hear things play out. I mean, think about it. Even if this child was not in the room, like who his father is, when he gets old enough, he can just Google this shit. It's going to be on No. And you know... He's oh he's gonna find out. You get what I mean? Like matter of fact, just recently, a couple of days ago, an arrest warrant was um, 
listed for him. She went down, um, she meaning DeMarcus's baby's um, mother, <laughs> went down and filed the charges for like a terroristic threat and everything like that. And an arrest warrant has been, you know, yes, issued yeah. for DeMarcus. So, you know, it's clearly getting to that level. So there's right. no punches being held right now. They're going to full force at it. And for me, I wonder to what end. Right. And the reason I'm wondering to what end is because of this kid. So, like Tristan says, we don't know the full context of the video. And really, their relationship has not even made that much public prior to this video. So, we don't know if DeMarcus has been an actual threat to the child. Right. I don't know if there's a history of domestic violence. Yeah, we don't don't know know that. We don't know the motives of the baby's mother. You get what I'm saying? Could she be the classic bitter woman? You get what I'm saying? Or could he be the classic over-tempered black man? You you get what I mean? So, like... There's so much of the unknown, but what we do know as therapists is that when you're co-parenting, there has to be clear set boundaries and the parents have to come together and literally out loud state these boundaries so we yep. know that we're on and the same page. And be consistent and be about the child. Yes. Period. And that is the bigger issue. Like whatever it, it needs to be, if y'all can't be cordial at least y'all can be focused on the well-being of the child. And so many times these kids get lost in this, you know, battle mm-hmm. of these parents trying to one-up each other and right. everything else. I just be like, yo, listen, yo, when my baby daddy moved on, baby, Godspeed. Right. When she went to buy outfits for my daughter, she wears size 14. She wears <laughs> like, well, honey, what else you want? Right. And Matching you know, outfits and but, shit, but do the, it. The thing is, um, sometimes, you know, people sh- use the child as a license to get into other areas mm-hmm. of the other person's life. Oh, you yeah. have to you have to remember, if it's not about the kid, it don't concern you. Exactly. And don't stretch your kid to other areas. Because let me tell you something. It's many a times motherfuckers ask my child about me. My daughter had known since she was two. Don't tell nobody my business. Right. Nobody my business. Because it ain't their damn business. <laughs> it's not for them. But, you know, hopefully DeMarcus and, you know, that young lady definitely get that situation together. Because we hope it doesn't get dragged, you know, dragged out a little too long. Because the only person that's really going to get her is his son. That's it. Because I'm pretty sure she ain't letting him see him now. And then it might lead to a custody issue now. You get what I mean? So it's just a whole list. So for those out there who are co-parenting, which we've done a show about parenting before, is just remember, man, direct, clear conversation about the boundaries. And like Tristan said, be consistent. Because when you're consistent, what it does is it forms healthy habits. Exactly. You know what? It becomes second nature. You you catch yourself. You catch your own self. And don't put these boundaries in place once you get a significant other. Put them in place prior to Thank even you. inviting anybody else into your life. Don't invite nobody else into your mess when you ain't cleaning your house. Because mm. that, to me, is just a just a recipe for disaster. Because you ain't had no boundaries in place, no clear, concise regimen or anything. And then all of a sudden, you got a new man, new woman. And then you want to start putting things in place. Oh, you can't come over at this time. You can't, you know. Now, all of a sudden, and then that's when it becomes a problem. Because it's not about the child. It's about that other person. No, and that's true. And, you know... To me, I think about just habits. Habits don't form after one time. At all. Habits form over consistency. You know what I'm saying? Doing it over and over again. So it's kind of like you said, just putting it up just because you got somebody in your life right now. It's like, whoa, like, come on, fam. Like, habits take time. So get them up there. Be proactive. Because at the end of the day, you're doing it for the kid. Because that's what you are. You're co-parenting. You're not friends. You're not, you know what I'm saying? You're not lovers. And the thing is, you can be friends. Yeah. If, again, y'all have the same focus. 
But what the comes child. first, though, is right? The, the same focus, the child, right. and then from that, you can possibly develop a friendship. But let's just focus on the kid. Right, and that's not, not threaten to shoot people in the head. Thank you. Jesus. Because that's what ties you guys together. The child. The child. Oh, people. Yeah, man. So we, we're hoping the best for DeMarcus, man, and his situation out there. Um, he just tore his ACL, too. So Wow. Yeah, he, he tore his ACL. I don't know what that is, ago. but that sounds very bad. <laughs> Every time I hear athletes talk about that, I'm like, yeah, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. So he'll be out for most of the season, if not all of it. So he's... He's been trouble with injury. He's been. I feel bad for him because here, I know you don't care about this, but anyway, I'm gonna tell you. No. In the sports world, he's kind of gotten a bad rap as being the hot head and the bad boy. You think? Anyway, <laughs> so this doesn't further dispel it, but confirms it, and I'm just like, man, that's a bad look. That's a bad look, because I do feel like some things are blown out of proportion, mm-hmm. but I don't think that. Um, this is in this in the perspective of he was wrong for what he said i will say that he was wrong for what he said that he was so out of pocket. he should have never said that i don't care what she said to you you right. know what i'm saying like you just you just don't say that you don't number one you don't risk your livelihood what you got going on for that Mm-mm. but i see you're here or there wish you the best man for those of you who are co-parenting you know remember if you put the kid first everything else will fall in line right put the kid first set the boundaries and practice keeping those boundaries. Right. So there's that. All right. Moving on to our last segment, which is our mental health tip. <laughs> so the tip that we guys have for you guys, the tip that we have for you is it's okay to put yourself first. Mm-hmm. See, I do believe that in this world committed to the hustle and bustle, of grinding for others you get what i'm saying Mm -hmm. that it's often seem as selfish to take time or to say no them the boundaries when people ask you for something right Right. because the expectation is we're supposed to be so communal when if you think about it america's not really that communal compared to other countries but we won't go there but there's this narrative out there that you know what i'm saying if somebody asks for help or asks you for something and you say no then you're then being selfish right so i'm here to tell you that if something impugns on your mental health or is in danger of ripping your peace out or interferes with you watching power oh here you go or it causes you <laughs> harm it's okay to say no it is and sometimes it's okay to say no because you just don't fucking want to do it and it's okay. Now, it's the difference between self-care and being selfish. Mm. Those are two different things. Mm. Two totally different things. You know, we have to be mindful because as people, you know, we have to contribute to the service of the community. It keeps the world going round. However, you do have to take care of yourself because self-preservation is the first law of nature. Mm-hmm. And the difference between self-care and selfishness is this. Selfishness is consistently putting yourself first. Oh, yeah. And always putting yourself first yeah. and your agendas. Mm-hmm. That's selfishness. Exactly. Self-care is the maintaining of your body, mind, and spirit. Mm-hmm. You see the difference? Mm-hmm. You see the difference? So, for those of you who didn't get that, if you're always trying to up yourself and elevate yourself in the world and put your agendas first in everything that you do, yeah, bro, you're selfish. Definitely. Definitely. (laughs) If you're willing to step on people's backs, you're selfish. Yes. So if you're willing to put yourself first at the detriment of others, selfishness in its entirety, right? 
But self-care is saying, you know what? I'm setting aside a specific time or activity to better my overall health. Exactly. Right. And it doesn't always have to be holistic. Sometimes it could be self-care for your psychological health, for your physical health. You get what I'm saying? So it doesn't always have to be holistic at that moment. But those are the differences. And we wanted to make that clear distinction because there's a lot of kind of false narratives out there. Yeah. And, and check this. If someone makes you feel bad for saying no then you might want to check that person and evaluate where they stand in your life. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Hey, that goes for family, too. You, sh- you should be able to say that. You already know me, honey. I'm like... <laughs> and listen, this is coming from a guy who puts family right after God. Like, everybody knows me. I'm a big family guy. If anybody from my family needs something, I bet I got you. You feel me? But I'm here to say, too... If you're putting yourself in danger, you get what I'm saying? For a family member, if they're asking you that, it's okay to say no. Right. Because you can work out other alternatives. You get what I'm saying? And saying no isn't just saying no to them all the way. Sometimes right. sometimes they're saying, hey, I can't help you in this way. Right. Or I can't help you right now. You get what I'm saying? That's And, and that's the thing. And we have to make those distinctions. You know, and even if you're saying no altogether... That's fine, too. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? Letting them know, like, listen, this situation right here, that's not healthy for me. Right. I can't be put in there. You get what I mean? I'm not in the right headspace for this right now. And it's okay. And that's fine. And listen, just like Tristan said, man, if somebody's actually wanting or forcing you to put yourself at risk. Or shaming you because you won't say yes or trying to make you feel bad because you're not complying. Mm Mm-hmm. You got to check it. Assess that shit. <laughs> you know me. Everybody on assessment every 30 days. Oh, wow. She's evaluating everybody every, in her Everybody down to the damn plants. Listen, I've spoken about this. Actually, I haven't spoken about it in a while. I may repost it for like a flashback or something, a throwback Thursday. But I, t- I, I am a firm believer of this. You have to do inventory of your inner circle on Constantly. a consistent basis. Constantly. Because at the end of the day... Just like we're not the same person we were two or three months ago. Everyone changes. There you go. Everyone changes. And you have to really take stock of your inner circle to see if you guys are moving in the same direction. Are we continuing to uplift one another? You know, major life events happen. Mm -hmm. And they don't always happen to have, they don't always have to happen in your life to affect you, right? So if somebody in your inner circle has a major life event, that's going to affect you because they're going to come to you with that. Yeah. You're going to have to be a part of that whole process that they're going to as well. So in this process of learning to, you know what, do self-care and put yourself first at times, take stock of your inner circle. Because mine got evaluation coming up in 28 days. <laughs> Y'all better get on your P's Ooh, and Q's. Buddy, okay? they better get on it, huh? Get on your P's and Q's. You're doing an audit. Look at you. Okay. Because I'm, wait, my birthday coming up in October. So I might, I might postpone. You better postpone the quarterly audit. I might afterwards. postpone the third day audit until after my birthday until I collect birthday gifts. Oh, my goodness. Depending on what you get from <laughs> now. <laughs> Depending on your gift Depending might on determine your gift. whether you get this exactly. audit or not. Exactly. Wow. I'm it would determine you. your rankings. Like, nah, I'm just playing. But for real, y'all got to assess yourself, assess your circle. Who's the asset? Who's the liability? Who's helping you grow? Who's holding you back? Mm-hmm. That's so true, guys. So don't take that lightly. Because at the end of the day, your inner circle is actually directly correlated to your growth. Yeah. And where you go. Ain't nobody here on this earth made it by themselves. Nope. No one. So if you don't think it's worth it, you're actually failing right now. 
You're shooting yourself in the foot. Say that again. So, you know, definitely, if you haven't already, take stock in your circle. And that's not saying criticize them or anything, but really be like, okay, you know, this person, like, why do they mean so much to me? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, where, where... where have we gone together? How are we growing? You know what exactly. I mean? How What's, are they aiding me? Are right. They, what you know, impact have they had on me? That part. That you part. Know? And sometimes it's not about, you know, what you monetarily bring, but when I'm around you, do I feel peaceful? There you go. Or do I feel drained once I leave you? Once I get off the phone with you, do I feel fucking drained? Ooh. Ooh. Because that's a lot of people that then got blocked. No, that's real. Like, I'm like, and why every time I call you, it's some shit. Are you a giver or are you a taker? You right. You right. draining me and my damn battery on my phone. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. So, guys, as always, as always, we want to thank you for joining us. We have some big announcements coming soon, so please stay tuned. Pay attention to our social media, our Instagram, Hans and Tristan Podcast. Follow us. Like, share, tell all your friends about it. As always, you can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. Check us out. Let us know what you think about today's episode. Leave us some comments in our comment section on SoundCloud. Or you can hop on our Instagram, DM us, let us know, comment on our photos, let us know what you think about this week's episode. So you guys take care. And like I said, listen out for some new announcements, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.